0: Good evening Judith. Good evening Sonia. (laughs) And happy Mother's Day. Oh my gosh.
1: Happy Mother's Day. It's true indeed.
0: Um, Welcome to the Coach's Cup.
1: I'm Coach Judith Fender.
0: And I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And we're at our 100th episode. (laughs) What? On Mother's Day. (laughs) On Mother's Day. Yeah. And 21,000 downloads. Oh, I told my husband that this morning because wasn't it just like last week, it was like
1: 20,000,
0: something like that. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. And I, and I just kind of scanned it today because, you know, and I was like, what is going on? I, I don't know. It was very exciting. Very exciting. Uh-huh. There are so many of you out there listening and getting value from this podcast.
0: And we get value from you. And we get value from each other. Yes, like, we this, do. Is this is fun. Yes. Yes. I I mean I know we've said this before that we didn't really think in the long term when we started this. But at no point, you know, a year and a half or what two years oh. ago? 2 years ago. 2 years. 2 years ago. It'll be 2 years in June. At no point at that time did I ever, you know, think about what episode 100 would be like.
1: Like, I just remember thinking, like, I've got to get over this anxiety thing. I'm going to need to talk. And I remember including homework from the life coach school to like, this wasn't going to be a tool to study back. Yeah. And it still is. It still really is a helpful tool to um, keep our coaching relevant and on topic and kind of just keeping the pulse all around on what's going on out there with, um, in personal self-development.
0: Yes. I, I don't think it's a spoiler for anybody, but just, just in case it might be, I mean, we choose topics that are relevant to us, Mm -hmm. to our clients, things Mm -hmm. that we need to hear. Those are the things we choose to study. Mm -hmm. So, and, and if you all ever have topics, we would love to hear what those are. We would love to, to hear your topics, but we have never really had trouble coming up with topics (laughs) after a hundred episodes. You'd think we might. Yeah. There's always something to learn.
1: There is. It's endless. Yeah. It's endless. That is a circumstance.
0: So we decided that for our 100th episode, we were going to just have some fun with it and answer some questions, both personal questions and coaching kinds of questions. Um, And so we've got six questions that we're going to roll through tonight. Mm -hmm. And you'll get to know a little more about us. We may even get to know a little bit more about each other. I don't know. I have a feeling. I feel like I know you pretty well. So I don't expect you to surprise me.
1: I know. I mean, well, after a hundred, so that's like I mean, <laughs> potentially a hundred hours together, uh, potentially. Cause we do a little pre-gaming sometimes. It's and then we do probably
0: all- more than a hundred hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I uh, apologize folks. If my voice sounds a little weird, I've got all the tree pollen allergies. So I'm going to try to get through without croaking on you, but my, and I may get croaky.
1: I am also chewing gum. If you notice, some (laughs) snack and sound. I have, I have been um, traveling and not drinking water because there was no time for for potty breaks. So I'm a little dehydrated as I'm chewing gum so that I can talk and lubricate my mouth.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, you've got our first question. So you want (laughs) to ask it?
1: Sonia, what this, I love this one. Probably the most.
0: I know. What
1: is our favorite genre of music?
0: And, you know, I love this because we've actually brought music into a couple of episodes. We, we haven't played it because we don't have the appropriate permissions and we really don't want to pay any fines, but we've talked about music because I think it is a big part of our lives. Right. Well,
1: it's part of the human, the human need to communicate, connect, yeah. expression, to feel feelings mm-hmm. and the culture. Yes. It's very normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was very much, you know, that that's part of my only child experiences. I was very into music. Mm-hmm. Like that was my companion often.
1: Tell me that, tell me more how, okay. Cause here's my thoughts. No, no. What do you mean when you say companion?
0: Um, I mean that, that I remember the radio being on in my house from that's some of my earliest memories or my mom putting on records, my dad listening to music with my dad. Um, and I remember like as a teenager in my alone time, and I had quite a bit of it, music was my constant companion. I've always loved music. I've, I've been into music. Like I know all this useless trivia about mm-hmm. 80s music. oh, And and I know this because my husband and I will be, you know, on a trip somewhere and we'll have 80s on eight from Sirius XM on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be like, OK, who's in this band? What was their biggest hit? <laughs> Just always. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> not only does he not know, but, you know, he's not as invested. But like it was my thing. It was my solace I think Mm -hmm. so but as far as my favorite genre Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I would have to say my favorite genre is rock or alternative rock like if there was one band that I could see tomorrow it would be the Foo Fighters in fact
1: what okay but I'm like I I couldn't even tell you one song they sing I don't (gasps) I don't (laughs) I mean I've heard of them And I probably have heard their songs, but I can't make that connection of what they sing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just also finished the lead singer. Dave Grohl used to be the uh, drummer for Nirvana. Okay. That's how he, that's not how he started, but that's how he got his, that's how he became famous. And he started the Foo Fighters, but I just finished his book, The Storyteller. And it is just a fantastic trip through seventies and eighties rock music. Um, just you know his life and experiences but he's about our age so yeah that's rock alternative rock is definitely my favorite genre mm. I like to play it loud when I'm on my own
1: oh <laughs> so so my brain goes to when you said I like to play it loud mm-hmm. I think about um I remember the first time this might be my first time I'm going to tie this into the personal build, the first time I ever felt embarrassed uh-huh was I was singing the song with a hairbrush and I was (laughs) under the age of seven because the house we were living in, I can tell you, you know, when we moved. So I was under the age of seven and it was the song. I can't tell you who it was, but it was the song, Billy, don't be a hero.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know. I know exactly. I, I
1: was just all in. And I think it was my sister. I can't remember exactly who it was, but somebody caught me and I was singing into the mirror and I saw them in the mirror and I felt embarrassed.
0: <laughs> I have a funny story to match that with. <laughs> so when I was six for my sixth birthday, I got my first record album, which was Sean Cassidy.
1: Oh, my <laughs> God, was
0: and I don't remember if there was a poster with it or I just had a poster of him, but I was playing that record and I had to go somewhere and I was walking out of the room and I kissed the poster <laughs> and I looked and my dad was looking at me and I could have fallen through the floor. I was so embarrassed. So Whoa. there you go. I know right? that feeling. <laughs> I can access that feeling immediately.
1: Yes. I mean, I can just. <laughs> I can still see like I'm wearing just like a t-shirt and I I had wet hair and yeah. So, and okay. So what genre? Yeah. I'm going to go with um, probably mostly like, you know, pop culture and country and rock. And it's just, there isn't any one, Mm -hmm. but I am, I am the youngest of three older siblings and so I listened to what they were listening to, and um, then of course I was just always listening to, you know, what, what was playing on the radio. I think about I'm, I immediately go to childhood. Yeah. But currently, um, mostly I'm listening to instrumental to um, help me when I'm typing answers to mm-hmm. questions.
0: Oh yeah. I no, like, I listen to, to instrumental almost always when I'm in my office.
1: Hmm. Um, but like you, I have you know just so many good memories to music, and um, you know I think about the Eagles. I think about um, you know Stevie Nicks. Oh yeah, big Kenny Chesney fan. If I think about a concert, I want to go to because I like the ease. I like the vibe, um, and you know we were listening to James Taylor coming home from. Carolina, my daughter graduated for all you Southern ladies, um, you know, playing, they played, uh, going to Carolina in my mind, James Taylor's Mm -hmm. song. Um, and it just brings back so many memories of just such ease and comfort around, around home and Elvis Presley, of course. I mean, I grew up with Elvis, my dad singing blue suede
0: shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the day he died, my mother just falling apart, crying, and I could not understand it. I couldn't access, like, I just, you know, I was a little worried. wasn't really sure I was, cause I was six or seven, I think when, when he died and it, it just, I, you know, I didn't understand why she cried like that since then. I have certainly had those moments. I've had those moments when Michael Jackson died, when Prince died or Tom Petty died. I was just blubbering like Michael Jackson really sad. Yeah. So it, they do allow us to access that feeling Mm -hmm. part of ourselves. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what music does for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All the feelings. Yeah. Especially for a logical person like me. I think that's how I've always had that access. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I um, I can tell you this over the past two years, something I have noticed um, is I need more music in my life, mm-hmm. like more fun music to help change the vibe, elevate the the vibe in the house, elevate the vibe for myself.
0: Yes. Changing well, and one of the ways that we can that we can release stress mm-hmm. is through singing with our, it, it releases, um,
1: it In activates
0: book. our vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. And so if I am really stressed and trying to work through that, I will turn off the books. I'll turn off, you know, the talk radio NPR, PR and I will put on something loud that I'm just going to sing at the top of my lungs.
1: <laughs> Same. And, you know, as well as movement, right. It helps with yes. releasing tension and, and changing the state, getting out of the stress state into a more yeah. calm state. Um, and it's, it's funny. I, again, I was thinking of their child songs. You don't think about often. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> I, was just, I did a little, um, um Oh, what was you know, like? A little gymnastics thing at school like I will never forget oh my gosh I just thought of Elton John mm-hmm. I love Elton John all yep. of
0: those um I think a lot of women musicians that really helped me to feel um the strength of what it could be to be a woman like Tina Turner, Cher, Hart, Pat Benatar you know women like that I told you it's the rock right but Edgy, yeah. I have always just really um admired the strength that, the, that those women showed. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: my, I don't know why I just thought about Celine Dion, and I then I was thinking about the Titanic and how music really can make a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, heart, my heart will go on. Like you know that song. Just I could just ball thinking
0: about it yeah it makes it okay to sit there for three hours watching the ship yeah. go down
1: And was, actually what I was thinking I was like what is my favorite concert I want to ask myself my own question what's your favorite what's the most favorite concert you've
0: ever been to me yeah <laughs> um probably ACDC what
1: you got to see a show I am blown away. I, I don't. I. I. I'm like, what?
0: They. They put on a great show. They are amazing. Okay, when, where did you see them? I must well, know. it's been. It's been a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But recently, my son and I went to see Seether and Three Doors Down. And that was a fantastic show, but it was even better because my son and I went together and had such a good time. And it's wow. like, you know, he's 22 and he wanted to go with his mom. Mm. I mean, we just had the best time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> what I, about you?
1: <laughs> I try- i can't even like access. I don't know if I've got COVID brain going on with Kent. Remember concerts but um, I remember my first concert was Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band came to Asheville and it was with my sister was after I graduated um, high school and we just saw Bob Seger Uh, he I guess it would have been 2020 when he did his final tour I can't remember the date you know I've lost a couple of years Uh,
0: but I you know I love Bob Seger and my husband loves him too
1: and I, I really can't think about, I've, I've loved them all, not, not yeah. one sticking out, and that's, I'm thinking, it's concerning me, am I not, I'm, not, I'm tired?
0: Well, let's move on, or we'll be right. three days doing the, just these questions. The um, Eagles was an amazing concert, I mean, to oh,
1: so I saw them twice, that was really good.
0: That I saw them once with, or I've only seen them once, but I saw them with my dad, and that was pretty special. That was, that is that was a big deal because dad is who introduced me to the Eagles. Like mm-hmm. I remember us laying on my bed cause the record player was in my room and listening to, you know, to the Eagles mm-hmm. and yeah. So that was a pretty special concert too, but okay. So, um, if, If we could offer one piece of advice, this is a coaching question, moving, changing directions for just a minute, um, that would do the most to change people's lives, what would it be? Okay. (laughs) Well, what was the question? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's just a little (laughs) question. If Uh, we could offer one piece of advice that would do the most to change a person's life, what would it be? Okay. So my original was going to be
1: thoughts, right? All thinking is optional. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with what's going in, in my personal self. And that is to, to feel the feelings, like there's like intellectualizing the feelings. And then there is learning to feel your feelings in your body,
0: Mm -hmm. embody the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that is not it's not easy. No, no, it's not. I mean, it sounds like something that should be innate. It should be something that we just all know how to do. And it's not. So that's a great answer. It's it
1: has it and the, the layers of the onion on this for me about feeling the feelings. And then when I finally understand the feelings, it has been um pivotal in understanding me mm-hmm. more. Yes. How about you?
0: Yeah. Um, You know, I'm going to go back to probably our favorite, my favorite discussion that we ever had, um, which was the power of the pause. Mm. I think that that moment, hopefully it's a moment that we take between thinking the thought and the action. Mm-hmm. That pause that goes in between the stimulus and the response, mm-hmm. as I think Victor Frankl said. Taking that moment, realizing that we don't have to respond immediately, which is I think most people we think we have to immediately respond or we don't even think about it. We just respond immediately right. and taking that moment to decide how I'm going to respond is, um, that's probably the best advice is to get people to think about that, to just take that breath.
1: Mm -hmm. It's a solid for sure. Yeah. It's a skill just like, and it sounds easy, like feeling your feelings, but all of this y'all, if you just knew how much, you know, we coach on this and really learning, that it is and it's not just in one area of your life if it's no. if it's about your eating if it's around how you handle cars on the interstate if, if it's how yeah. your family exactly if if you how have people a at thought, work <laughs> it it literally is like learning to live your best life and yes.
0: yeah and, and it,
1: it's empowering yeah because you realize that you have control. Yeah.
0: Always feeling your feelings is the same way. Oh yeah. You know, people are afraid that, that feelings are the things that take them out of control, but that's not the case at all. It is
1: not the case at all. And you know, that feelings it's, I'm going to get weird here in for a second, but that I had a counselor tell me one time that feelings are facts, right? You want to talk about when I started learning the model, I was like, oh, but my counselor so-and-so told me feelings yeah. are facts. Yeah. But if you come back full circle, I forgot even where I was going with this, that, um, that the understanding that feelings are indicators, yes, signposts of of circumstances in the past, of the stories of the past, and that while you may not it may not make sense, right? Like I, particularly, I'm thinking trauma response, yes. learning like anxiety is not from the present moment it is something that you learned, I have learned from a previous, it's a stored stress in the body.
0: So it almost can be mm-hmm. a fact, but it's not like the fact in the model. Right. <laughs> No, no, but it is an accurate indicator. It is an accurate signpost. You should be paying attention to it because it signals to you that there is a thought somewhere back in there from, from something, from something in the past.
1: And I actually had this thought to discuss with you as, you know, we did a podcast on grit or perseverance Uh and I was thinking about, you know, how much I prided myself on having grit, and it is a good thing. Perseverance, amazing. But how it can also be to your detriment when you push through feelings for yes, so yeah. long that you forget, and then it becomes the normal thing. Yes. And then you have to unlearn or process through yeah. the layers of feelings that you didn't feel because we just pushed through yeah this I'm just gonna feel like I'm walking through fire for the rest of my life <laughs> just yeah no
0: yeah absolutely you're you're
1: absolutely right, yeah, so that is something I've noticed in myself in learning and in my clients you know it's just it's so funny the more we self coach the more we can see these things in our in others yes, oh yeah,
0: absolutely, and
1: you're in Sorry. others
0: <laughs> yeah and and the more we coach the more we see things in ourselves too. I mean it's reciprocal. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So Sonia,
0: this question for us. Who has influenced our coaching? Hmm. Well, there's the obvious answers. Mm-hmm. I mean Brooke has has obviously, and Corinne, even she was the, I think for both of us, the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Brooke but um, other people that influence my coaching on the daily I think of Martha Beck you know everything I talk about with integrity really comes from the reading that I've done from Martha Beck mm-hmm. um, Brene Brown I don't want to take all of yours too I know I'm like okay <laughs> Well, but you can, you can expound on, on some of those.
1: No, no. I was going to say, you know, there is, you know, we, we share equally, like, because they're out there. These yes. are the, these are the ones, you know, Mel Robbins, I thought yeah. the ones who are sticking their word out there, Caroline Leaf and, I, and I'm in like
0: Susan, David,
1: Susan David, um, Gabor Mate.
0: Yes. His yes. work on, um,
1: trauma and addictions. Mm-hmm. Um recently, who's hit my radar? Well, really, I say recently, it's been this past year, um, Deb Dana and Stephen Porges and their work on the polyvagal theory mm-hmm. has been helpful for me in transferring um or my transformation with understanding my, you know, the vagus nerve, right?
0: Yeah. And absolutely.
1: It's it's something even and you can intellectually get it. I learned about the autonomic nervous system in, I don't know, high school, did it in college. Made sense.
0: Yep. learned it. it. Check sense. the box.
1: I studied it, got my A.
0: <laughs> but you didn't have life experience to apply it to, or you did have life experience, but you didn't really understand. I didn't understand how to apply it until I was a little older. A lot older. Yeah. A lot older. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You know, you have that, you have that information, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we knew how to apply it to our own lives to make uh, our own lives better.
1: It was, it was checking the box for me. It was a class. It was study. It was learn. It was memorize it. It didn't have application for yeah. me. In college. Yeah. yeah. Um, although <laughs> it should have, <laughs> I said that, yeah. Yeah. If I wasn't trying to check the box, maybe if I didn't have so much anxiety, funny, maybe I could have. <laughs> All right. Next. Okay. Who, who else were you? Th- who else influences you?
0: I will tell you that my coaching clients influence me because mm-hmm. many times, you know, it, it's something that they say that will cause me to reach out and look into something. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, that I might not have read about or researched had it not been for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think several times I, there's, there's several clients I can think of that. I wouldn't have, have researched certain topics, had it not been for coaching with them. So I'm going to go with me. I'd like to thank me,
1: (laughs) me, me has influenced my coaching. Yeah. I has met me, has made me the coach I am. Yeah. There is no doubt in my desire to understand myself mm-hmm. and keep going. And <clears throat> cause you know, the brain just likes another problem, you know, it's going to keep oh, yeah. solving.
0: Well, and- right. The brain tells us that we're, that we need to fix ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm not trying to fix. I'm trying
1: to, I am trying to understand. and. You are
0: now, but I mean, you remember back in the day when you were trying to fix, did you never try to fix? I think that's, I think that's where I certainly started. I thought that I was, I had a problem that needed fixing early in my, um, Interest in self development. It was because I had a problem that need, needed fixing. I go all the
1: way back uh, to fourth grade. I wrote a, a book called Dr. J's Guide to Family Divorce. <laughs> I wrote, I did. did it was you? a project. Yes. My, my parents didn't get a divorce until like 40 years later. Um, but um, yeah. And hence the how as
0: intuitive you were.
1: Right. And my desire, I was a psychology major.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was even in
0: fourth grade,
1: it was the desire to help others. I don't know. Little did I know until, oh, contraire, my frere, um, last year, that's me. (laughs) I need to help me, (laughs) not others.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Anybody else?
1: Well, you know, you've already said Corinne's name, but without a doubt. I mean, I, I, I would not be anywhere near where I'm at had Corinne not put herself out there with her weight loss journey, mm-hmm. her vulnerability on, uh, on, every level from her marriage to mothering, to drinking, to exercise. I mean, what hasn't she talked about yeah, that yeah. has influenced and caused me to pause and think and question within myself the direction, you know, do I? What is going on in my life? And mm-hmm. so I'm, and and Kathy Hartman, <laughs> Sonia Green, <laughs>
0: <laughs> to my accountability group. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean that's that's another thing, you know, surrounding ourselves with this community of coaches that we have, that we have access to. Um, I, yeah, yeah, so many have influenced us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and for that we are very thankful to the to you know and
1: even even us it's just so it's just it the irony is not lost on me right now in this moment can I, we're going in a different direction I have a I have a small assignment where I'm supposed to do a, a single speaking I'm supposed to speak by myself right and I've been speaking with you and I'm like oh it's not good enough it's not perfect I've recorded it 30 times at least and ditched it That's and fun. here I'm talking about The value of people putting their words out there and how much I appreciate it. So I'm just sort of coaching myself right now. The irony
0: B minus work. (laughs) I'm like, but
1: it's not structured. It's not organized. I
0: remember way back when B minus work.
1: That's my my big life coach school aha. What? Doesn't have to be
0: A work. No, I I do know exactly what you're talking about. Like I've done a couple of things like just with my voice. I did a little ad for, um, for speaking engagements. And when I think when you were, when you were out with your mom last year, I did kind of a little thing that ran at the beginning of those episodes, explaining why you were gone. And I recorded them two or three times. And they still, I was like, oh, and then I thought, no, they're going like they are, because I'm never going to like them any more than I do right now. There is no perfect version. Oh, God. So, all right. (laughs) Next question. This is a, this is a fun one. What's on our bucket lists?
1: Mm, Well, y'all know about my jumping out of an airplane.
0: That is, I mean, that is happening this year.
1: (laughs) I need to get it scheduled. And not talk about it anymore. Um,
0: yeah, feel free to talk about it for a while if you'd like
1: <laughs> about jumping out of an airplane. Yeah,
0: oh, and not raven do, raven. It. <laughs> I do it.
1: I want to do it. I want to do it when it's you know warm because I think it's going to be colder up there. I'm not researched it. Don't think I have, huh. but it's colder up there. And anywho, um, I want. I would like to travel to Machu Picchu. That has been on my bucket list. And you know, COVID, the thought of being trapped over there, this, there's a really good sale on it right now though, <laughs> on a travel
0: tour. Trying to get tour. people to yeah. travel.
1: Yeah. Um, what else is on my bucket list? I'm a little bit stumped. I feel, um, I would like, to, oh my gosh, I would like to remodel my kitchen. I would really like to remodel my whole That's house. Your
0: bucket list. <laughs>
1: If you only knew
0: a couch is on your (laughs) bucket.
1: I we haven't talked about my refrigerator. I actually got coached one time on my refrigerator.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) It was good. (laughs) I have a story. I don't know. Should I say it out
1: loud? Y'all want to know about my refrigerator? Y'all
0: I I don't know about your refrigerator. So I I avocado green. Oh no, no, no. Oh my gosh.
1: I am, there is some, I, there is no shame. I'm going to tell you. So I grew up a perfect combination of my mother and my father. My mom, like, so the saying went that my mom would like to spend money, right? She wasn't going to, um, it wasn't a problem for her if there was something she wanted, or uh, Lord knows if there was something for anyone else. My, both my parents are so generous. But my dad also has this unique ability. He probably still has the first two cents he ever made. You know what I'm saying? Like he is a penny pincher. So I always prided myself in being someone who knew what she wanted and looked for the best deal. Right. And if it ain't broke, you don't need to fix it. So with that said, I do a little math here. I bought, I still own, I am 54 years old and I still own my first refrigerator and it is in my house. And it works like a charm. It has never had one problem until about, I don't know, eight or 10 years ago. I'm, you know, wiping off my white refrigerator. And I'm like, what did the kids spill that, you know, it's like Kool-Aid. What stain is this down here that they didn't, somebody, and I just kept wiping on it. And then someone came to work on the dryer. And I was like, would you look at my refrigerator and tell me what, What's going on here? You know, and he was like, "Oh, it's rust (laughs) from the condensation from the inside out." So, fun fact: I need a whole kitchen remodel just so I can get a new a new refrigerator. And I don't need a new refrigerator because it works so well. So, how old is it? Well, I got married in 1993, and I had the refrigerator before I had my husband. I'm going to go with 1991.
0: So about 31 years.
1: Yes. That's how old my refrigerator is. Can you believe that?
0: That is amazing. Right? Yeah.
1: That is who, and so it, I shamed myself about it for a long time, but it was just too overwhelming. The thought of someone being in my house, it's a very open floor plan. And oh God, it's, like, it's constantly, I'm getting overwhelmed, thinking about breaking out a little bit of a sweat. But I would I would like to like move away for a year and have somebody come through and redo my entire house, including the kitchen and do the do all the things and come back and have a new fridge. But here's the thing, too. I get in my mind. I'm like, watch me get a new fridge and there'll be something wrong with it. I'll just be like so bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I've heard people have gone through like three refrigerators Mm -hmm. in five
0: years. So the house that, that we just sold in Tennessee, we built it moved into a brand new house in 2016. And when we sold it this, this past year, um, we had replaced every single appliance except or or replaced or repaired every single appliance uh, except our, um, our, our oven. I think that's right. That was the only one. So, mm-hmm. and that was like five years. And then you've got a new, had to get a new fridge. Well, we didn't get a new fridge. We had it, we had it repaired,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I don't remember what was wrong with it. Something. I, I don't remember what was wrong with it, but you know, they were all new appliances. Mm-hmm. They were all new. And within five years, something happened to every one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And that see when I hear that, Mm-hmm. This refrigerator has, I keep the coils vacuumed under the, on the bottom, you know, that take off and it might be missing a thing or two might have a crooked thing in there, but I just adjust and put the heavier things over here. And
0: Mm -hmm. that's funny. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So sorry. What was the question again? Where were we at? Bucket list.
0: Bucket (laughs) list. Yeah
1: it's always going to be travel
0: yeah just travel it's all I can think of right now I would like to be at the beach right now oh me too and see that's the thing okay so I'll be honest with you I don't have a bucket list hmm. I have okay. things that you know I enjoy doing like traveling I could totally be at the beach I could be at the beach somebody could pitch me a tent on the beach and say you're gonna live here the rest of your life and I'd be like mm, okay okay I could do that. I mean, maybe not through the cold winter, but you know, mm-hmm. basically, I, I love to travel. There are things that I love to do, but there's not a specific thing mm-hmm. that I think I have to do before I die.
1: Oh, I don't think about it that way either. For the record,
0: yeah. Like
1: I yeah. really—it's calling to me. Machu Picchu is calling to me. Yeah something about that culture and I love that it wasn't it was just discovered in like 1939 Uh and that it's the most um the just the most recent find I just love that about it so yeah
0: yeah I'd love to go back to Europe Um, my husband wants to go to France to Normandy and he's he's kind of a a uh, military history buff and so I'd love to do that with him but you know as long as I can be with family my loved ones and I I love each new thing that comes into my life mm-hmm. and each thing that goes out so I I can't say that if I had a bucket list going to see the Eagles with my dad would have probably been on it hmm but uh, instead it was just a, a happy accident that just happened in one day. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a bucket list, but I I could die today and be very content with the life I've lived.
1: Yeah.
0: That's so good. Yeah. I, I hope that
1: even asking this question that I, I don't even like, just things I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm not intentional and put some some energy behind it, it's not gonna happen because I'm not gonna magically show up in <laughs> Peru.
0: <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no, I you won't. No, you won't.
1: Well that's what <laughs> or with a new
0: fridge. Yeah. <laughs> you may go to Peru before you get a new fridge. <laughs> Let's we'll wait and see. <laughs> um, but it's it's funny, you know, I I have tried to get my husband to you know to travel and do things and and he loves to travel too um, but for my birthday, he asked me what I wanted, and I said, "I want to go away with you overnight uh, you know one night somewhere doesn't have to be. I don't care where you have to plan it and so we went to Cumberland Falls, and so a few weeks after the trip, he said, "You know, he said, "I've been thinking about this, and since you're retiring." And, and I am semi-retired. He said, we're going to go to a different state park once a month in Kentucky. And I think there's like 30. So that'll get us through a couple of years. And I said, that is so fun. That's something to look forward to. It's not crazy travel, but it's just something to do, except for the months, like when we're going on a vacation Mm -hmm. or something. And, and I'm looking forward to that a lot, but again, it's just more about, you know, being able to take a trip and just he and I having some time together. So. Agreed.
1: I, ve- I feel very much the same way about, um, recently I came across, uh, met up with some friends and I had, I had a boom goal and my boom goal was, I said that I wanted to get away with my husband. And it was actually Corinne that wrote up on the board. She called it sex trips. <laughs> so it was sort of like, I was like, no, no, that's not what I said. I want to get away from my, my husband. I want to get out of the house, you know, because yeah. working from, I've been the stay at home mom for like, I don't even know how many years now, like the kids are, well, my oldest has just turned 26 and I've been mm-hmm. home, since, you know, since she was born. So, um, And now working from home and then damn COVID, I'm going to call it that. I went out of the house and, and I went out of the house with my husband because things are just better out of the house. Like they are. Yeah. Yeah. Change the circumstance and the mood just gets better. So totally about getting out of the house. Yeah. With my husband would just make it better.
0: So, and hike out those state
1: parks, right? Well, and that's (laughs) you know, I love to hike. So that's one thing. Uh Uh, there was a period, there's a, there's a plane crash up above it's called water rock knob off the parkway and the fuselage is still up there and you can go you know it's still really intact i see pictures of it all the time What i follow on facebook and um so that is if if we had a hiking bucket list that would be one
0: that sounds fun
1: right yeah let's go the closest thing to your um state park yeah yeah All right. You want to hit the last one? (coughs) Well, this might. Okay. What do you do when you're not coaching? Sonya? take it away.
0: Oh, goodness. What do I do when I'm not coaching? Driving up and down I-65 to Nashville to go to school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're traveling university.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is coming to, to an end quickly but I haven't gotten there yet. So right now it still feels like I, I spend about four hours a day when I go to, to Nashville.
1: Unbelievable.
0: On the road. And so that's what it feels like I, I spend most of my time doing. Um, So I'm going to answer that question again in about a month or two and tell you something better. But but you know, I I do that. I spend time with my husband and my family. I spend time at the farm. I just planted my garden. So I am preparing uh, to spend a lot more time in the garden and, and digging in the dirt and playing with the animals and doing all that. Mm-hmm. That's what I love to do. I like to have my my toes in the dirt.
1: I do believe that there have been a quite a few Marco Polos where there's been the pig. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and there was the fences and then yeah. there was hay and the garden. And in fact, um, a few years ago, when I came to visit, you sent me home with, I, I think there was squash.
0: Yes. Some, that's Goes. right.
1: Yeah. yeah. I had forgotten um, about that. I know. And that's been, that's easily been two years. It'll be two years in July. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And so I have seen, you know, I have seen your garden that you had there mm-hmm. so that I just think I just admire that. I grew up with a garden, like my, my family always had one and my grandparents, but I did not inherit that gardening gene. So mm-hmm. I do admire that very much because I know it's work. It um, is,
0: but it's restorative to me yeah. to be outside, like, like with a hike for you. Yes. With me, it's more digging in the dirt gardening doing something on the farm yeah it's very restorative
1: anything else that you do when you're not coaching or teaching
0: you know I mean we did the period of course with the kids where we were following them to whatever sport they were playing or whatever band concert but um, we're kind of in between those periods you know Bennett hasn't he's not really into sports and not old enough to get into band yet so we're kind of an in-between period, I think. We'll get back into that, but but it's not so much right now that we run with the kids.
1: I, this question has me a little bit stumped because I'm not I don't not happy with my, I, I'm, I'm judging my answers, but I'm just going to be straight up when I think about this past year. What did I do when I wasn't coaching? There was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and trying to get my mind together. And going to physical therapy appointments, going to the eye doctor, going to the dentist, like just trying it this past year feels like it has been a lesson in Mm self-care and how to take care of myself and making prioritizing my health and, um, physical and mental and emotional, like all the things that's what I've been doing is self-care. That's what I do in my, when I'm not coaching
0: (laughs) self-care. Rest is is a big part of that. Yeah,
1: I um, am for that. Hmm. I just been doing a little bit of research on sleep, and this one thing that just sticks out in my mind, and I'm going to share it with the listeners and share it with you. And thinking about, it's something like if you go 18 hours without sleep, your blood out, you could have your functioning ability is that of like someone with a blood alcohol level of 0.08. Yeah. If you go 20 hours without sleep. Okay. So it's 0.5. And then the 20 hours of sleep, it's like 0.8. And then, um, if you go 24 hours without sleep, it's 0.1, like you're legally drunk if you go. So thinking about sleep and prioritizing it, and there's research about how, um, the importance of sleep in processing trauma, there's like data that supports, um, how much rest people get after a traumatic event and how they able to process. I'm sorry, like, but I'm like geeking out on. Yeah. Some, and it's something you will never be able to. It's not math. When it comes to rest, you can't make it up. Mm-mm. There is no def You, if you are in a sleep deficit, you are in a sleep deficit.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't make it up by sleeping over on the weekend.
0: Yeah. Although we feel like when we could. Yeah. We somehow. try. Mm-hmm. I know people who don't require a lot of sleep. I require my seven to eight hours a night. I have really been, well, I'm not getting
1: 78 hours of sleep, but as a bonus, I have found that taking a daily meditation
0: mm-hmm.
1: has been super helpful. Sometimes I fall asleep. Sometimes I don't, but it has made all the difference in the world of my ability to function. show up for myself and my clients and make good decisions for
0: sure yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. so what
1: else do I do when I'm like to ride around in my little convertible Volkswagen I don't know I have a little um I think it's like a 2004 Volkswagen and I went through this period where um Everything I owned had been barfed on, or
0: yes. <laughs>
1: had been peed or pooped on, and I was crying to my husband but like, "There's nothing new and everything, you know, like because I was trying so hard." And he surprised me, Mother. It was Mother's Day. It would have been like 2004 with um, a little Volkswagen, and both my kids. It was their car when they turned 16. They learned to drive, and so it's it's my favorite. I really love it in the fall, but I love, I love to drive it up to Bear well and Mountain and go hiking if I had my what I would rather be doing if I wasn't coaching be that right there. Yeah. And working out, I do work out. It if is- I don't if I don't prioritize it it won't happen.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the end we're just normal people. <laughs> we're just figuring
1: it out with our 31-year-old refrigerator. Uh-huh. Making coffee in the morning,
0: yeah, yeah, getting by mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I have certainly enjoyed the last two years. Yeah, well, it well, you know, we have become so close. there's just not there's not a lot that we don't know about each other. Yeah.
1: Well, the ACDC concert that's that surprised me so yeah <laughs> you were listen to it when I work out and sometimes and I grew up with it but I th- I don't know why apparently because I have like this farm girl image of you so I am shocked I to hear about ACDC. yeah
0: no people are always shocked when they hear about my music uh preferences because I don't know I mean I guess they do probably think that I listen to country music or something but I I listened to country music for a hot minute back in the early 90s when I was seeing a guy who was uh I was working on my master's in English and he was working on his master's in ag. And so I listened to country music because he did, but that didn't last long and neither did my country music. <laughs> <experience>. <laughs> um, my husband listens to country music. So, you know, and the kids, my daughter and then my youngest son do, but it's just not, it's not my go-to. I like a lot of guitar, like a lot mm. of, yeah, loud guitar. <laughs>
1: I just couldn't. I, it. I am. I like it when I'm working out, but I'm just surprised. I still just don't even know what to say.
0: Yeah. yeah. I will. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, it's. I'm. Um, I'm. All right. Well. Happy hundredth. Happy. Uh, happy hundredth. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew oh. what it would be like? I don't know what the next hundred have in store, but I'm looking forward to it. Agreed. Agreed. Let's
1: see where the where we end up in a hundred more. That's two more years. Oh my gosh, I'll be fifty six. Hmm.
0: I'll be fifty three.
1: I will have a new refrigerator.
0: <laughs> all right, we're gonna mark it down now, folks. Oh, I can't believe I told Judith you this is gonna have I'll a new refrigerator. Refrigerator, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate your questions. We appreciate your dedication to to us to listening to us. Because we really do just enjoy getting on here and, and learning about coaching topics and talking to each other.
1: 100%. Y'all I'm sitting here shaking my head in agreement with everything Sonia's saying, and just appreciating that we've had this opportunity to connect and create, create what we create and that others, I do love reading the comments. Someone recently left a post about their binge, binge listening to us. About, uh-huh. And I was like, "What? That's crazy! Just <laughs> that's so awesome." So, yeah. the point I'm making is, please go leave a comment. So, you know, make a what's that called? Sonia, help me out. A review. Leave a us a review. review. I we do love reading the reviews and hearing your thoughts that you have about the podcast and. If you would like to, if there's something you want us to talk about, like stick it out there, put it in the review, put it in the Facebook thing, send us a DM, just Judy on Instagram
0: is the best way to find me. And and you can find me at Sonia underscore green coaching. Dot com? Well, we... Sonia green coaching.com, but okay. the, but the Instagram is Sonia underscore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Coaching. I... All right. Well, folks. We'll see you next week. We, we do appreciate your listening. And if you would leave us a review or share an episode, yeah. then that will help us grow even more. So who knows how many downloads we'll have by the time we hit 200 episodes. Wow. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye y'all.